Welcome to the Rise Up Good Witch podcast, a radical approach to herbalism, self-care, and the tarot. Hey everyone, welcome to the 20th episode of the Rise Up Good Witch podcast. This is Karina. So today I wanted to talk about the program I started almost a year ago now in Eureka, California, known as the Eureka Community Herbal Self-Care Clinic, which is a small program that is run under a uh, nonprofit harm reduction center and syringe exchange. We have been serving teas and giving out wound care salves and tinctures to folks who are IV drug users and unhoused, along with doing outreach in the community um, and getting tea out to folks. I started this program last year because of a need that I saw before I was a full-time witch. I was working in social services, working in the healthcare sector, and kind of under the umbrella of what you would call social work, although I really hate that phrase. I practice herbalism as a hobby and for my own self-care, and I really think of myself as more of a plant witch than an herbalist, since my connection to plants has always been more through gardening and working with the land than actually like the clinical aspects of herbalism, which are things that I'm constantly learning more about. But I started the program because I had been working in harm reduction and in healthcare for the last few years and just watching the large number of people in Humboldt County dealing with chronic health issues. We have up there a really high rate of chronic health issues um, such as respiratory infections and COPD, opiate overdose, suicide. Just looking at all these things and then looking at plant medicine and how those things can aid folks. and. I'm really happy that I was able to leave the community because I had been thinking for years about leaving Humboldt County and to be honest with y'all, I'm really glad to not be there, uh, living there right now. It's just not my, it's not my place, but I am really thankful, um, to Bird who will be interviewed on this episode twice and all the other people that have stayed involved. Episode 11 of the podcast, which came out in September, was about the program and about community herbalism and harm reduction and the harm reduction movement. So if you haven't listened to that yet, please feel free to do so. It's been one of the episodes I've gotten the most feedback on, so I wanted to do a follow-up. And I'm happy to say that Nicole from Wild and Wise who was interviewed on that episode, has continued to be an amazing help. And she helped us with a lot of fundraising stuff, and she continues to make donations of medicine to the clinic. So in this episode, I'm talking with a few of the folks that are involved directly with the Syringe Exchange, Humboldt Area Center for Harm Reduction, about their experiences in that program and their experiences accessing the clinic and these interviews are from November and then afterwards we're going to do a a quick update with Bird who is the lead herbalist at the clinic now and she's going to talk about what some of the needs are so 
What I'm hoping for this is not only for folks to learn a little bit about the ways that we can use herbal medicine as a tool for social justice. I'm hoping people can learn a little bit more maybe about the importance of harm reduction if that's not something that you're already familiar with. And I'm also hoping that a few of you out there might be inspired to see about donating creations that you made to the clinic. The clinic does have an Etsy page, Eureka Herbal Self-Care, and anything that you buy from that page, you can buy one of our amazing t-shirts. It's designed by my friend Virginia Martin, who also designed protection spell t-shirt that I have in my shop. So you can buy a t-shirt, you can buy herbal medicine made by a lot of the volunteers, including myself. 100% of those profits go to keeping the program running. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider rating and reviewing on iTunes so it reaches a wider audience. And if you have the means, go to patreon.com slash riseupgoodwitch and a donation of $5 a month gets you access to lots of free content relating to tarot and herbalism and makes you a very helpful supporter of the podcast. Your support means so much. And we are almost to a level in which I will be able to put more time and energy into the easing that I write and the podcast, including compensating podcast interviewees for their time. And I'm excited to be able to offer more to you. So please go to patreon.com slash riseupgoodwitch and become a sponsor. Do you guys want to introduce yourself and talk about what you, what your involvement in the clinic has been? Uh, sure. Um, I'm Bird, and I've been working with the clinic since I think about August, I want to say, or maybe it was before then, around there. Probably anyway, then, yeah. um, I've been coming in, doing the herbal um, volunteering, helping people with different maladies. Uh, we see a lot of skin issues. A lot of um, people that are coming off of hard drugs that need a little bit of nerve soothing. We see physical injuries where people are afraid to go to the hospital. Um, Lots of trauma and um, all the herbs really help uh, people get back on track on on healing themselves and healing uh, parts of their soul that might have been damaged through whatever, you know, life experiences that have come about. Uh, so it's just kind of working with people in that way and making sure you're present in the space. So I try to be here uh, Mondays and Thursdays um, when the clinic is open and help out as much as I can online and with emails and, of course, bottling and labeling and, and organizing the different salves that all the wonderful herbalists have donated that have helped out with the clinic. Um, just trying to be a little bit more organized, which is probably not my strongest suit, Um, but helping, you know, create a place where it's safe for people or safer for people to come in and get some healing. Cool. Um, I'm Fiona. I use she, her, hers. I'm a volunteer at the herbal clinic. Um, 
I have been volunteering here since I think June, basically, roughly, um, something like that. <laughs> um, I don't have a very extensive um, herbal knowledge, but I have been trying to pick up what I can um, around the clinic. Um, and so basically what I have been trying to do is come in on a couple occasions a month, but hopefully more than that, um, and try and get to know people who come in. We have some regulars and we have some amazing herbalists who come in a lot, and I just try and help out as much as I can in whatever way I can. And it's been a wonderful experience. It's been great to get to know people and make connections that I wouldn't have made otherwise and yeah make friends (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay um maybe uh do you guys want to say something about like what you think if we get funds you know where do you where is that what are we going to use the funds for Mm. um so What we're hoping with the funds is that we'll be able to maintain the clinic, keep it sustainable. I personally would like to see that every herbalist that comes in for the shift at the clinic, the physical clinic, get a um, small stipend of $25 each time they're here, just so it gives a little incentive um, and also is supporting people who are learning and oftentimes paying a lot of money and giving a lot of time. to help heal uh, themselves and others and learn. Um, So I'd like to see that, you know, a $25 stipend for each person that comes in that has the herbal knowledge and is helping people and is active, you know, being consistent and and moving uh, in that direction. But um, I also would like to see more people involved and a a little bit of that money going towards, you know, just uh, supplies. It takes about, I want to say about $300 a month uh, minimum. That's like the bare minimum to run the clinic and keep it going. If we don't have something like that, it's going to be really hard uh, to keep it open and be sustainable. So, um, you know, things like bottles, things like uh, raw materials, like, you know, um, things to make tinctures or oxymels, Labeling, you know, we have to try and get these labels um, a little more uh, with a little more explanation on it than just what the herbs are in there because not everybody knows how to use that. So there's time in that um, and explaining to people, you know, maybe having some books and some kind of, you know, reference material for that. I know, that's what I can think of right off the top of my head right now, but I'm sure there's a lot more that... It would be great, like, I know we've, we, in the beginning, we talked about making, like, a zine, like, a zine to give out to people mm-hmm. that yeah. they carry with them. Yeah, some more information rather than, you know, because people forget. Yeah. If it's not yeah. written down, then you don't know it's, you know, what it what it's for or yeah. how to use it. And a lot of people, I think, come in here that I've noticed, I mean, we probably, we've given out, I mean, with, I, it looks like with heart health tinctures... We've given out almost a hundred in mm-hmm. the last five months, and that's just heart health tinctures. We've yeah. also given out lots of respiratory tinctures. We've given out digestion, toothache tinctures were pretty popular, mm-hmm. uh, the lung syrup, and then probably close to a hundred wound care salves. 
Yeah. So this is, um, anybody that's listening that's an herbalist knows that that's a pretty big expense to create that much medicine. Mm -hmm. And we're giving it out for free because most of the people that come see us are living outside and don't have resources. And the people that come here, um, you know, they are very thankful and they're very appreciative and they say that the medicine helps them a lot. So it's great to be able to have that on hand when they come in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were having people who are afraid to go to the hospital because they're afraid they're going to be ridiculed or um, tossed aside, not given proper care. And um, this is sometimes this is the place they come to. And, you know, there's only so many things we can do. But if we can at least offer them, you know, a salve that will help mm-hmm. with any kind of, um, you know, damage done to their body, you know, that that's you know, valuable. That helps us all. I guess the only thing I would add is outreach, if possible. That would be something cool to spend money on. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit of outreach yeah. would be nice. Yeah. Not that there's, like, I think mostly it really needs to just be towards maintaining the clinic, but it would be great to get out on the streets more and do like some more tea mm-hmm. giveaway things. I know yeah. we've done that in the past and mm-hmm. it'd be cool to keep on doing that as well. Yeah, that would that would be um, yeah. nice to have mm-hmm. that, to offer that, yeah. I think, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we did have two times that we went out and it was extremely successful. We yeah. gave out a lot of medicine and like, mm-hmm. I think we ran out of tea both times. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be great to be able to sustain that. Um, so hopefully that's something else that we can continue to do, yeah. especially as winter comes in, mm-hmm. in this climate, we aren't as affected by the smoke of Southern California as a lot of individuals are, but we are very affected by the mold and the fog mm-hmm. and people that live outside who have any type of chronic pulmonary uh, respiratory issues are very at risk of hospitalization, pneumonia, and and even death. Mm-hmm. So preventative medicine is really important mm-hmm. during these times. Hey, Karina, how's it going? Hi, Ron. <laughs> Can you tell me about yourself? Um, so my name is Ron, otherwise known as Cecil Dog, otherwise known as he formerly was Big Red. The um, artist formerly known as Big Red. Yeah, okay. formerly known as Big Red. Not to be confused. Why Red? I have big red hair. No, I have rainbow hair, so you can call me Ronbow. Nice, that's awesome. But um, but yeah, so I'm over here um with the Humboldt Area Center for Harm Reduction. Been a volunteer for quite some time now. Um, I do a lot of healthcare related work in the area, and one of my favorite aspects of the Humboldt Area Center for Harm Reduction, otherwise known as Hatcher, is the herbalist and tea room, where I'm currently drinking some. Uh, what is this? Chicory herbal coffee. Oh, the chickweed coffee. <laughs> yeah, isn't it good? Not chickweed. Chicory. 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 It's great. So what have you, like, have you learned anything from the clinic? Have you learned about any plants that you like? Has there been any formulas you've used that you that have been helpful to you? Well, I'll be honest. I didn't believe in it. I didn't believe in the herbs at first. Mm. You know, I see a lot of patchouli. I smell a lot of patchouli, you know. Living in Humboldt. <laughs> I associate that. Um, I never, you know, when you guys first started coming here, I said, oh, that's that foo-foo. Ash will go into nonsense, you know. Um, however. Ash is amazing, by the way. It's not nonsense. I was, 
I was assuming. And the assumptions led me wrong because one day I decided to try it out on a cup and I felt the um the incredible synergetic effects some of these herbs have. So I think specifically my first one had passion flower. And I remember that. Yeah. You know, and it really actually it worked. It really calmed me down and yeah. um set me straight. I remember that day that I made you I made that tea. It was like a passion flower tea and you had some and I said it was gonna make you tired. It might make you tired, and you were like, "No, bring it on." And then you went downstairs to keep volunteering, and came back up here in like a half hour, and you're like, "I need something that's gonna wake me and up." And I think then you gave me the the um St. John's wort. I did. You gave me and uh, manic, right? a, yeah, a dab of the St. John's wort that yeah. definitely had me going. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's proof in the pudding right there. Yeah. The herbs really do work. Um, and also, move forward later, when I partied a little too hard one night and broke my leg, basically, hurt my knee, and you gave me the salve. Oh, yeah. The salve is the only, you know, I kept trying ibuprofen and all this and that. Nothing was helping. And then when I put the salve on, my, it sounds goofy, like 90% better the next day, but it really was. It's crazy. Aren't plants magical? Are, they're magical. I mean, I was the same way as you, Ron. Like, I was, I, I've been a skeptic, and I was like... I don't believe in that hippie shit, and then I became an herbalist, I now like, well, I call myself a plant witch, but I believe in the magic plants now, because it's true, you he- they heal you, and then you're a believer, so I'm super happy about doing this, and it's been really good getting to know you, and like, seeing you every time you're here, and you're such an awesome community member, so dedicated to helping people. Right back at you, Karina. Thank you. <laughs> My name's Heather, and... I am one of, I guess I'm one of the peers at Hatchard, peer slash volunteer. Um, I have uh, several medical issues like fibromyalgia, which is an overactive nerve disease. I have um, back problems. Uh, I've had stomach problems, issues. I've had surgery on my stomach twice. and. Uh, I use a lot of the herbs and uh, tinctures and stuff that the ladies that come on Mondays and Thursdays make. I mean, I don't know what else really to yeah. say about myself. <laughs> Do you, so what have you been, like, doing? Um, like, what kind of herbs have you been using? Um, well, I use the... I used a lot of the toothache. In fact, was I didn't see any done. I, was, I, I think we ran, yeah, stuff. we ran out. We're out of the toothache. I used a lot of the yeah. toothache stuff, of course, because all my teeth are broke off, and I yeah, am having a hard time getting to redding to yeah. get new teeth. <laughs> um, the the nerve soother, which is for like anxiety or like insomnia, hard time sleeping. I use a lot of that. And and uh, you you've been using a lot of the like uh salve, the salves yeah like the, the wound, wound salve I use a lot of the yeah. wound salve and you said that's like helped you yeah. not have uh fibromyalgia flare-ups yeah but I hope that you I hope that you ladies are able to keep coming we need we need to have you we need you guys here oh thank you I'm glad that you've Everybody been coming does. in yeah. it's really cool that you come in. And that you're so involved with Hatcherals, so. Yeah. Well, I love Brandy. Brandy's an awesome, awesome lady. She really is. 
and she goes she puts up with a lot of crap and a lot of harassment from city officials and people that don't want us here but anybody else probably would have bounced probably would have quit a long mm -hmm. time ago but not brandy brandy's the type that helps if she can help somebody with anything she will yeah no she's an angel yeah she really is I started, I got into herbal medicines when I was about 17. Okay. Because oh. I, I quit believing in like traditional like religion and stuff, Christianity and all that when I was seven when my grandma died. So I didn't really have any kind of a basis in my life until I was 17 and I did a report on witchcraft on Wicca. And part of Wicca is the herbal, you know, they're the herbal um, herbalist, you know. And so I started getting into it because medicines i'm allergic to most antibiotics you know i have really adverse reactions to meds you know if 0.1 of people get this weird side effect i get that shit. yeah so to me herbal medicine just seemed right i don't know it just felt right i mean that's where all yeah. our medicines stem from anyway right is herbs and it's something that i can do myself mm -hmm. you know that i can take it upon myself to do the research or an herbalist, you know, to, I just, it just seems, I don't know, it just seems, homeopathic shit just seems more right to me. Yeah. So what's your role here at Hatcher? <sighs> A squirrel. Um, she calls me the concierge. Nice. Concierge? Is that how you say it? The I person that knows where everybody yeah. needs to go and know, needs to. Yeah. I kind of have a, I don't know, I think my role is kind of un, I've never been able to really put a title on it. I used to be the peer coordinator and health educator or whatever yeah. but, uh, you've been like such a huge help to this program for so long like I but I'm, I'm like this though ago. you know what I mean yeah. like I'm just so I don't really have one spot to be because yeah. there's so many ways that harm reduction can be brought into someone's life yeah you know and I think that this is a good way for people to get to you know to start taking better care of themselves and it's in a comfortable environment it's not the yeah. clinical with the doctor and you know and then looking are you doing drugs well uh, like you, you right. know um, we don't so look down what, on them. have you you've like actually used our services mm -hmm. too, right? What mm -hmm. what did you get from us? Do you remember? I've gotten like for when someone over amps. Yeah. I've gotten um, let's see, sap for pick and pox. I've gotten uh something for what did I for breathing. I've gotten um some tea from you guys yeah. for breathing from me and my uncle. What else have I gotten? One of those other tinctures for anxiety. For someone who's over amping and yeah, yeah. over amping, but then there was I think he gave me. Let's see, do you have one of them made up for? It's probably the heart health one. Yeah, I think Which, that's what it was. I it think was one of these probably. Right, and one for nerves or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think it's just. I think it's great. I don't know. It's something that's easy, easy to feel comfortable with because I do have a problem with with pills and and mm -hmm. medicines from doctors like they just they're too strong or they just I just get weird side effects so I'd rather take an herb yeah what do you why do you think programs like this are important inside of like a syringe exchange or a harm reduction center because every little bit helps every little you know anything positive I think and 
if this can help their health get a little str- stronger, like there's there's yeah. the, the salve that you guys made, that shit's great. Yeah. The, you know, for the for we've given bucks. out like more than a hundred of the salve. At least, yeah. Yeah, because people yeah. get, I mean, they dumpster dive. You know, they get they're it's dirty outside. When I was in the hospital a couple years ago for like a whole month, Brandy tried to get like the dirt. She was washing my hands and she tried to get the dirt out from between my knuckles, and it still wouldn't come out even after mm. a month. I mean, it was just so bad. You know, it's just. Yeah. And sometimes, I guess, with the herbs, like, you can find some of them growing in the city. You know, you can find a lot, like plantain, the one that you were saying, you, you could just, were you the one that told me that you could just chew it and put it on your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it might have been me or it could be Ashley. Also, like, calendula is everywhere. You know, the bright orange flower? Mm-hmm. And that's good. Well, that's, you drink that, but um, that's good for I used to have an herb book called the City Herbal, but I don't know what happened yeah. to it. It was really cool. Well, you can also, like, those are our books, so you can, like, come and look at them anytime, too. I th- I totally think it's needed. Like I've yeah. when it's winter time and people are like coughing and they have the wet like mu- uh, mullen. Mullen is totally. fantastic. I would buy it and roll like jo- fat puffy joints of it and smoke yeah. like three of those a day you can and smoke it would it. Yeah. yeah and it and I didn't get pneumonia the years that I have mullen I don't get pneumonia so yeah I mean it herbs they work I mean or else pills wouldn't have been made from them you know exactly. what I mean like, yeah so. And maybe they might even work better now because we've been using traditional medicines for so long that we've almost become like immune to their effects. So we kind of need to go back to the root. <laughs> <laughs> go back, go back to using roots and yeah. leaves and I don't know. It just seems right to me. Totally. So I'm talking with Bird, who's been uh, an active volunteer and now in charge of the Eureka Community Herbal Self-Care Clinic. Hi, Bird. Hi. How you doing? Hi. When did you, did you come on in like June? Yeah, it was about June. I think I was planning to move up earlier this year around January and um, uh, had looked up, you know, what was going on in Eureka as far as um, herbalism and taking care of, um, you know, volunteering and um, homelessness, that kind of thing. And I had looked up and found you and the um, herbal self-care clinic. So that was probably in, yeah, about June, April or June. Awesome. It's been amazing because you've just really taken the reins on it and gotten a lot of new people involved. And that's been really amazing because even when I started it, I knew that it was very likely that I was not going to be in Humboldt County for very much long. <laughs> so I'm very thankful that you've been able to kind of like take it and run with it. Um, yeah. And it was, I think initially it was going to be for a season and see where it went from there. And we've been pretty lucky that we've been able to continue for a few seasons after that. Yeah, definitely. It was originally, I had just wanted to try it out through the summer with like hopes that it could continue depending on, you know, if there was support from the community and if there were enough volunteers. So you've been a big part of that being able to continue and hopefully it will um, continue to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's like, and, and this, obviously this podcast has some uh, clips back from like kind of last November about what was going on in the clinic. What, can you kind of give us an update about what's been happening? 
Well, yeah, it's been, um, so we're going through the seasons and, you know, it gets cold, um, really cold in January. We had a snow the other day, but, um, you know, we see people come and go. Uh, but at the beginning of the year, um, we had incidents at uh, the needle exchange where we um, operate out of. And that was, there was, you know, some some kind of shenanigans going on where, um, you know, there was illegal activity. Basically, somebody was out there um, causing trouble. So this um, kind of affected the clinic a little bit in that um, Hatcher went on a hard freeze because, you know, they really need to stop, you know, that kind of behavior, nip it in the bud. Mm-hmm. And um, so that kind of affected the clinic for about two weeks. Nobody could go upstairs. Uh, so we were going out, going downstairs, handing out tea, giving out salves, doing, you know, brief consultations with um, people and um, trying to keep it moving that way. And since then, they've opened after a couple of weeks of the hard freeze and, you know, things have kind of cleaned up a bit. And, um, you know, it's just people getting in, getting up there and knowing we're there is is the biggest challenge. Um, so we've seen a lot of people that have been regulars kind of fall off. Some people come back. Um, it's been pretty cold. So, you know, people are probably hopefully getting shelters somewhere um, and taking care of themselves. But that's kind of what's been going on, you know, in the month of January. Uh, we've got a couple new volunteers. We've got Jennifer Baker, who is a nurse and herbalist. She works uh, in hospice as well as um, in her own herbal practice. And we've got um, a couple other volunteers that are, you know, helping out. They've been cleaning up the space, making it look really nice, organizing, trying to work on um, getting intake forms so we get more information if we are able to. You know, not everybody wants to divulge and everything to us, but we try our best to, you know, get everything in. Um, so it's a little more organized and we're able to look through it and see what people have taken in the past, what they're going through now. And, um, you know, hopefully we see them return. Yeah, definitely. So what are some of the, um, and I know like from my experience working in healthcare and just what a lot of my motivation around starting the clinic was a lot of, um, you know, the people there, there's just, there's people that die every year. And I just saw Brandy's post about the passing of a couple of the clients because of, you know, stigma basically related to them being IV drug users. But, um, what are kind of like some of the health issues that people are coming in for right now and getting, uh, herbal medicine for? Well, you know, uh, it's always been that we see a lot of skin conditions, um, <laughs> You know, there's a lot of uh, need for topical kind of things and as well as giving herbal teas to help internally, to help calm. You know, there's a lot of skin picking and then all the disease that comes, you know, with that and living on the streets. Um, We've seen people, you know, who don't want to go to the hospital because they know they're going to be treated like crap. So, um, you know, I've seen a woman come in, look like she was, you know, thrown down a flight of stairs and would not tell me how it happened but she just needed care and you know I I told her the kind of injuries she has looks like it could be life-threatening and this is the kind of injuries you would go to the hospital for to you know maybe inflate a lung you know I don't know what she's going through I mean I can give her a tincture for her lungs but it's not going to help the internal damage yeah Um, she was pretty insistent about not going to the hospital because she knew she would be treated like a drug user or mm-hmm. like vagrant or whatever, you know, image they choose to put on this person that they're not a human being. 
And you see that a lot, you know, we, I'm sure a lot of listeners have had that happen to them. I know I have where I go into a place to receive some kind of care. I'm going in with trust in my heart that they know what they're doing and then to be treated like you're less than a human being um, really, you know, puts a scar on you and an emotional scar that you, you maybe already have quite a few, but when you're going through that, you need some kind of an advocate. You need people there that can help guide you through the process when you're going through this, you know, traumatic event of, you know, maybe giving birth to a child or having an injury such as, you know, being beat up or hurt or being living on the streets and having some kind of um, malady that you don't know what it is. You know, there's all these things that, you know, people do come to us for and we're not quite, um, we're not quite, we can do, you know, we can help with small things and help with, you know, people feeling better and, and, and that, but it's, there's so many, there's so many different people out there with so many different needs. And the hospital is supposed to be a place where you can, you should be able to go to the hospital and get care, but oftentimes it's just more abuse. Um, So we're trying to kind of help people in that, um, you know, so that they can get some care and then get some advice that maybe will lead them to a, a better method of healing for themselves. And oftentimes it's, there's simple things like, um, you know, taking a shower or having clean hands or, or a cream that can help heal skin. There's just so many, there's so many things going on out there and, and, you know, to be out on the streets, uh, when the weather's cold, there's, it's, that also causes more trauma and the way people judge and have a lack of compassion is, is really, um, prevalent. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing all of that. That's Sorry, really, I'm, I'm, I'm just, oh, you, <laughs> don't apologize. That was really, that was great. And it's something that, yes, I understand that both, you know, it's informed the reason I wanted to open the clinic and it's, I have personal experience with those things and I've seen it as working from working in the healthcare system. So yeah, thank you for um, sharing all those thoughts. Um, And I guess when we, you know, and I think I'll probably talk about this a little, but the context of Humboldt County and what it's like in Humboldt County is interesting because in some ways it's like, really liberal and there's like a lot of hippies and like herbal there's tons of herbalists and like tons of alternative healers and then it's also like this can be like an extremely like structurally violent for people that are dealing with addiction or who are just drug users or who are unhoused or like living in chronic poverty it's like there's so much systemic racism there there's just like all these structural issues with inequality in that community. So bringing herbal medicine is, um, you know, to some of the most vulnerable people, people that are living outside is like such an important, uh, thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what are your needs right now? What do you think, like if folks are listening and they want to, they want to help out in some way, what are some uh, ways that they can offer you help or support? Well, we're always looking for um, new volunteers. I mean, that's um, always something that's open. You know, if somebody is wanting to help out in person, you know, um, the footwork is the is the magic part. You know, it's it's getting out there and 
um, talking to people, helping people out. I'd say that's number one. We're always, you know, happy to have new volunteers hand out tea, um, go into the plaza and, you know, see what, what needs need to be met. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, we need things like, you know, basic stuff like um, to-go cups, maybe some that are biodegradable. Uh, we need tincture bottles in small sizes. We need... Um, Sometimes we need like things like honey or vinegar. Um, you know, we've been getting a monthly donation from Humble Herbals of Herbs, and that's been amazing. Um, they've been kind of, they've been keeping up with that every month and helping us out um, with, a, you know, pound of herbs. And so that's been awesome. But if there's any herbs, you know, that you might have growing that you have in abundance and you're willing to pick and dry for us, we'd be happy to take that as well. We will find a use for it. We're um, often making salves and, and um, tinctures and things in-house. So anything that would help with that, you know. I've been wanting to get, you know, an, another air pot just for the clinic itself so that we're not having to keep the hot water on. Mm-hmm. And that would be nice. Um, so, I mean, that's what I can think of right now. I, and, and definitely paying herbalist a mm-hmm. stipend for coming in. I think that's always good to help support the people that are doing the work and allow them, you know, oftentimes when I use a stipend, I get a stipend, it's going back in to it, into the clinic anyway, you know, it's like, oh, here, I can buy more coconut oil to make a salve or so, you know, something like that. Um, and, and as we get more diverse people coming in to do that kind of work, it would be nice to help them out as well with, you know, just a little bit for gas and and that kind of thing. So all those things matter and, and um, they add up, you know, every mm-hmm. month. And absolutely. And you're, you know, you have so much wisdom, like all of everybody in the clinic has so much wisdom that they're bringing in and that they're offering. Um, compensation should be a priority. It's just, you know, like we've, um, you know, we've gotten good support from the community in terms of fundraising. Oh, but- yeah on the grant front not so much (laughs) well you know that's been a challenge um but yeah like definitely financially supporting the clinic is really important um so i wanted to mention also the etsy that one of the volunteers started um it's at it's on uh it's etsy eureka herbal self-care so we have a bunch of stuff that some local herbalists in humboldt county have donated to us for us to sell there's some things that I made. There's some things that you made. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also have t-shirts that have a really cool label uh, or a logo that was designed by um, a botanical artist in Portland. Um, yeah, we just have a lot of really good stuff in the shop. And 100% of the proceeds for purchases to that shop go back into the program. Yep, and I love my shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a really it's, amazing- yeah, it's a really good shirt, really beautiful design and um, soft. And I think I need a new one now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is there anything else like that, you know, any other ways you can think that folks can support or like if you have advice for anybody? Because I've actually when I did an episode on uh, herbal arm reduction and I just briefly interviewed Nicole from Wild and Wise, who's been an awesome help. She's all the way out in Petrolia, so she doesn't. I don't know if she's ever actually been to the clinic, but she regularly do- makes donations. Of oh, med- yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah, she stopped by, I think, to drop off some stuff. Oh, cool. Um, and she just recently donated salves to us as well. 
Awesome. So she's, you know, anytime we need help, you know, some kind of salve or something, she's always right there, ready to um, bring it in. And it's, it's been really great. She's really sweet. Yeah. Um, and I actually, you should be getting a box of salves from me tomorrow. I just sent them yesterday. Nice. Um, and is that something, do you think if, if people are, you, are you guys always kind of in need still of the one, the kind of like 15 milliliter half ounce salves to give out? Uh, yeah, we could always use those. Those go pretty quick. Um, and, uh, you know, we've had, there's something we can, you know, hand out to people when we're doing outreach there, you know, you don't really need an intake form for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they serve multiple purposes. So they're, they're, you know, really great, especially in the winter time when you see people with, um, very cracked skin, mm-hmm. things that might be, um, protective and healing. Cause you know, if you think about it, somebody's outside, you know, sleeping, um, maybe on concrete or in, in the wilderness or somewhere they're getting exposed to all the elements. They need something to help heal that. Um, so we've been seeing a lot of stabs with usnea, chaparral, um, beeswax, you know, it's going to have that protective layer on there and things that just help heal and, and promote that protective quality that you need from salve. Yeah, definitely. Um, so is there any other, anything else, like where can, if people want to connect with you specifically, um, and you're an amazing herbalist and like witch, you do so much amazing witchcraft, um, where can they find you or find out about ways to support your work? Well, I have an Etsy page as well, and that's um, hummingbirdhoney.etsy.com. And that's where I have a lot of my uh, herbal products and um, you know witchcraft items and gemstones there, and that helps me because it's really my only, you know, source of income at this moment. Mm -hmm. So it just, it helps me to get there because I do live a little bit in Southern Humboldt. And so it's a little bit of a drive to get to Eureka, but, um, you know, I'm there, I'm able to do it. So that's what I do. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking with me and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. All right. Great. Thank you. listening to the rise up good witch podcast if you enjoyed the show please rate and review in itunes and check out www.riseupgoodwitch.com for more information about tarot readings and the apothecary